Hello everyone, welcome to Disruption Works Chit Chat, talking about chatbots, voice development, and how technology can help overcome challenges and be deployed in your organization. Hi everyone, hi Steve. How are you hi. doing, Steve? Did you get wet this weekend? No, no, I managed to swerve all the floods. Yeah, our normal weather update from the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was expecting not to have to water the garden, but it uh, didn't play out that way for us down here. No, no, it didn't. It's London got hit pretty hard, though. Yeah, that, uh, yeah I wouldn't be driving through that, that water. <laughs> that was me, to be fair. No, take a kayak, it's much easier. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Steve, this week I wanted to ask you about live chat. And one of the things that I think about live chat is that often businesses think that Oh, we're going to stick live chat on our website because people can speak to two or three people at a time and yeah. that will stop them calling in. But my question yeah. to you really is, what, what are the benefits of live chat and, and, and are people really, are they are they really dealing with the queue in that way or are they just simply moving it from over here on the phone to over here on live chat and actually well, doesn't, doesn't help the business maybe too much in that way? Well, live chat's been around for a bit and it's got its place, you know. Um, the thing is, live chat's easier to deploy than a contact centre um, because you have people in the business dealing with live chat. So it certainly has got its role. Um, and uh, the thing is, it's how you use live chat, really. Um, what we've seen is that, you know, you, you were right at the top, top of the show, you're talking about the fact that you can just be moving the queue from a telephone queue of people waiting to, to speak to somebody to a queue that's on live chat. And again, still people waiting for some sort of response. You can only deal with so many conversations at once. You know, you obviously can't do more than one voice conversation at once, but you you can deal with maybe a couple. But again, that can be poor because you're still a bit slow responding, even if you're in an active conversation because you're trying to answer three conversations or something like that so that's not going to be super great you know somebody thinks you've gone away you know and you, we've all had that you're just going hello hello is there anybody there you know something yes. um but the point is is you know obviously we're automation guys so we're looking well how, how do you merge those two things together and get the best of both worlds and one of the best solutions i think is really thinking about how you use a chatbot to answer all these straightforward questions, because somebody's usually got a simple question, we know there's a, you know, everybody talks about in lots of things, 80-20 rule. Well, it's still the same. doesn't matter what inquiries you've got coming in. There's still an 80-20 rule. 80% of those inquiries can probably be answered by a chatbot. You know, certainly when it's you know, a little bit more mature than day one, uh, you, you know, you keep adding to that stuff and you, you make something that's actually answering a lot of questions. But uh, there's still going to be 20% that can't be answered by the chatbot. So how do you kind of manage those things? And we've got a couple of clients who do things differently. Uh, so we sometimes give those as part of the uh, where the, the chatbot offers the opportunity of then going to a live chat version uh, so that you hand over then to the human. Remember, there's a lot of conversations already been had. So, you know, maybe one out of five of those conversations is now being passed on to a uh, to a chat uh, to a person. Uh, but the others have been already managed and, you know, pretty much serviced. So you already have then reduced the queue. 
which is the important bit. So those four customers are really happy now, and it's the one that's still waiting for an answer. But if you've staffed it okay, then the live chat hands over and somebody replies pretty instantly. So that works okay. But even in high volume environments, you still have a problem because then you're going, well, okay, how do we still deal with a fifth of those calls? You know, because you still have them. You've still got a fifth of those inquiries. How can we even scale those down a little bit? Well, we've deployed uh, a couple of solutions now uh, recently where we've actually got uh, not only a, a live chat handover, but a live chat handover that's very specific. Um, so there's, there are certain journeys that you may know in your business that are that cannot be uh, automated. Either the legacy system doesn't work, it can't be interrupted with the chatbot, so you can't do a self-service, full self-service journey for that person. So you need to give them the option of speaking to a human. And that's fine. There's always going to be those journeys, really, if we think about it. Yeah, yeah. You know, so that's not it's not unusual. But what we do is then the live chat option is for those people only. So we know what they're interested in. We know which journeys they're going through and which kind of conversational flow they're in. So all you do is you go, well, OK, for those specific people, they get a live chat handover, maybe quite early on because they may be, I don't know, eight percent of your overall um, uh, calls coming in, you know, or incoming inquiries. So that's not a, then a great amount to to deal with. You know, you have to anyway, so you can have to staff that properly. Um, but at least then the rest of the um, setup is reasonably automated. And then even if there's conversations inside that automation that you go, well, we still haven't got a full service journey for that then those can be then still triaged so that you become um, on those areas much more of an outbound inquiry. So if you have um, somebody coming in and saying, I want to reset my password or something like that, then those reset passwords can be sorted out as an outbound communication, knowing all the information that is needed to reset that password because the chatbot's asked all those questions, rather than somebody on the phone taking those extra precious minutes to identify who they are, verify their ID, you know, to go, yeah, we can do this for you. You know, so something like that is a pretty simple example, but that that kind of thing then takes even a, another percentage away where you haven't got a, a, an automated self-service journey. You know, so the live chat to, to chatbot journey, I think, really what we're saying is that live chat always has its space you know we've got live chat built into our solution but it's it's how you use that and you can't just turn it on and expect it to work it's just not going to happen yeah so okay so let's think about this that's from the business perspective so yeah. we could help you could help do away with a large chunk of those inquiries by front loading live chat with the chatbot to answer the things like if you're a holiday park and someone wants to know if they can bring their dog you don't yeah. that doesn't need to go all the way to live chat Not to do all. that no. does it so let's have a think about this from the customer perspective now when i think about live chat i often think that i'll go on the website i'll click live chat and then it will say oh someone will be with you in a few minutes or oh you click on it and then they're not off they're offline anyway so that's yeah, yeah, immediately yeah. I think you've set a bit of a bad customer expectation but I think realistically as well yeah if I'm coming to you and I've got a very specific question yeah 
you know, let's take the holiday park example, for example, uh, as, as one. And I've got a disabled child and I need to find out some specific things about the facilities. That's that's an absolute live chat. That should probably yeah. be that or I'm phoning in. So I totally get that. But I think, you know, if I'm just asking about whether I can bring my dog or uh, do I have to pay for parking? I'm yeah. not really I'm not needing a human for this. I'm just trying to find the answer really quickly. So I think, again, I think both does this help operationally from the business perspective but i also think from a customer perspective i, d I don't want to i don't need hours to get the answer to this question it's quite a, a you know a routine question so again i don't think i'm expecting a human i just want the answer really quickly yeah and, and also i'd say that if you have got that new that question look if you got the answer then the chatbot's going to answer it quickly yeah straightforward it's matched it up it knows what you what you're doing and we always have a fallback so nobody gets stuck in a stuck in a, an alleyway that they can't get out of but what i think is if the question isn't something that you can answer using the chatbot you give them the option maybe to go over to chatbot uh, to live chat pretty quickly so that they can then connect but only in the scenarios that you control you know so you know if that's like that disabled journey and stuff like that you can give them the information so this is what i have is that enough or do you want to then speak yeah, yeah you know yeah. and then that means that they may have we may have already answered the question in some um, standard uh, text that lays out what facilities are available to go oh that's okay they've got x uh, that i can use um but if it's then hasn't answered those questions, you've got to then give them some some way out. And that can either be by a triaged question. So, you know, a conversational form fill or something like that. Or it can be a bigger uh, live chat handover and stuff like that. And then they can speak to somebody there and then. Um, yeah, it depends. And you have to make that take that view and and um, and try those things. Yeah, yeah. Because I think of and obviously the beauty of live chat and why organizations want to do this is because you're still as a brand giving that human touch to those customers you know yeah. and that and that, and that can be important but uh, i think the idea is that not everyone needs that so let's take away those people that don't really need it and then that allows those people that do need that human touch it's easier for them to get through because you've taken away the kind of uh, how much is parking can i bring my dog and then you know those people that did need that human help well you're there for them and then obviously yeah. that's easier to staff and, and and manage that as well yeah and it's easier for the staff to, to get a bit more satisfaction out of what they're answering questions for as well so they're not dealing with mundane stuff there you go i've answered this 50 times today yeah well that's the other thing isn't it now from the staff members perspective oh my god why don't people just look on the website to find out this uh yeah it's because people don't the browsing patterns have changed people don't go through those things anymore well i hope that's given everyone a bit of uh, an insight into the difference between live chat and a chatbot and how you again might use this technology to improve your business operationally but also from a customer experience perspective so thanks very much for that steve and uh, sure. everyone else we hope to see you next time cheers bye-bye Okay, so thanks everyone for joining us on the Disruption Works podcast. If you'd like to find any of the previous episodes or series, then just search Disruption Works Chit Chat on your favourite podcast platform. Next week, we'll be talking about chatbots, voice development and everything in between. So I hope you can join us then.